Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello and welcome to Secret Artists Podcast, the podcast where comedians do art and have a chat. What's not to love? I'm your host, Annie McGrath, and we've put together a best of, a sort of, now that's what I call Secret Artist Series 3 for you, so you can enjoy the highlights from this series. Remember to follow us on Instagram and Twitter to look at our artworks and other delicious content. We're at Secret Art Pod, and give us a nice little review if that's your sort of thing. Enjoy! Go on Annie McGrath podcast. Here? No, not here. I'm going Annie... you till here. Yeah, you go Looking round, yeah. Got go on Annie Annie McGrath podcast. Okay. Yeah. Uh no, anglais, sorry. Okay. Désolé. My English is very bad. My, my... I I learn English, okay? Uh, my Francaise is okay. shy, sir. Is the first time? No. You? No. No, I've got to go on a podcast. Okay. Uh, keep the mask on the mouth, please. I have uh, uh, aphantasia, so mm. I have no visual imagination whatsoever. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know much about it. I did Google it because I didn't know anything about it. And it says the inability to voluntarily create a mental picture in your head. Yeah, I... Does that... For, for the longest time, I thought that, um, yeah, for the longest time, I genuinely thought that when people talked about something being in their mind's eye, that that was a figure of speech. Mm. I had no idea that other people could actually visualise things mm. that they were imagining. Um, so does that affect your creativity at all? Or how do you... Yeah, it does. It's, um, yeah, it, it does. It's like, it was weird because these days I'm mostly writing television. Mm. And um, as you can probably imagine, but I can't, uh, <laughs> being able to, because you have to write everything down visually. Um, and it does in some ways, because there are certain things that I, me and my partner, we write together a yeah. lot for these things. And a lot of it she comes up with in terms of how things would have to be visually. And then because I've always had to try and explain things in words... Yeah. that are actually pictures. Uh, yeah. I'm really, really good at that. That's like the overcompensating skill that I yeah, have yeah. in order to do that. Yeah, I'm thinking we can draw the best dick that we can think of. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Turning it on its head. I love it. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. Turn it on its head. Really new, you know, 
departure from what I usually do for me. Yeah. And I don't even know what, and I don't even know what this will be. I think like, this is great. <laughs> what is the best dick? <laughs> it's true to your work. Um, so yeah. yeah, I'm up for it. Yeah. And how, what, do, what are you working with? What materials have you chosen? Um, thin pen. Mm. Pen that's so thin, it doesn't really work. Perfect. Um, good, good old Sharpie. Yeah. And then this purple thing. Nice. And so the best got... dick you've ever seen is going to have to be purple and black. Yeah. And then the I'm working on that. Of. What about you? I've got, I've put out some paints. I wasn't sure what we were going to be <laughs> um, drawing or painting. So I've got a sort of palette of like yes. neon, neon pink and oh you know, my God. blue and yellow. And... Your setup's way better than mine. And then I've got, got some quite girthy paintbrushes. Oh, yeah. um, you'll need them. Maybe. I'll need those. Maybe. Depending on what Depending you're on what into. <laughs> yeah, we'll find out, won't we? My dad used to draw like, he used to draw the turtles for us. Mm. Um, and he, uh, he, he would draw him very specifically with all of the, it, it looked almost as if it was drawn by the guy who drew him. Um, so my dad was pretty good at it, but yeah, then he was a, he kind of, was a chef, so he dropped out of school when he was fifteen in Hong Kong, mm-hmm. and then pursued, um, well, pursued and pursued. He, it, my grandmother got him a job at her cousin's Hong Kong barbecue uh, place. Yeah. So he he just became he learned how to like make all of those stuff that you find in Chinatown, like the duck and the uh, roast pork. Oh my god, amazing. And all that stuff. And he actually told me that um one of his jobs were to be the lookout for like the mafia or the triad. <gasps> so the triad would have like gang fights on the street yeah. where they had their shop. And so one of his jobs were to like be the lookout for police. So while they were fighting each other with like axes and stuff. <laughs> Whoa. Or I don't know, with like martial arts maybe or something. My yeah. dad would be the lookout. And then when the police were on their way, he'd be like, please, please. And everybody would run away. I read about something the other day where this uh, venomous snakes that can swim in the sea. Isn't that the worst thing you can imagine? Sea snakes. Sea snakes, but massive and venomous. Right. And they yeah. get really, um, is it coral reef snake? They um, apparently in mating season when they're really horny, they mistake divers for other snakes and they would attack you. Yeah, I don't like, I hate things like that. Yeah. I don't like any animal that has a different kind of, uh, you know, a different sort of physical makeup than us. Like, do you know what I mean? I like the ones that are a bit human. If you ever look at a dog's face, you go, it's kind of like us. He's got ears and nose and mouth. And it's got sort. It's got legs. We've got legs. It's just a quadruped instead of a biped. But a snake is too different. Snake it's too is different. Fucked up. It's fucked up. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's just a long thing. Imagine that. Imagine that on, on Earth right now. There's a. This is what a snake is. A long yeah. thing that can kill you. <laughs> what a world. It's, it's just a, long, a head. It's, a, it's just a long head. It's just a receding head. Like a shark <laughs> is a receding mouth. It's just a mouth with teeth, and then it just goes back a bit. Oh, sharks are horrible. Sorry. Yeah, I hate them. I'd be happy for them all to be dead. 
that mm. flower pattern is like is very common so yeah oh, we really do, yeah we use them well you can kind of like have henna applied whenever you want but we tend yeah. to do it over eid or like weddings and oh par- wow parties yeah it looks so same. you're an artist if you can do henna that's incredibly artistic <laughs> and also you have to be super precise don't you yeah I think I can do it I think I need a good cone if I have a good cone but what happens Annie is when think of a cornetto but the opposite end of it with a pointy end so once I've used some of the henna then Mm -hmm. the art is you have to kind of squeeze down to push the henna in down the cone and I think that's where I'm not that good it's kind of like when you're icing a cake yeah exactly so that's where I let myself down a little bit is just the maneuvering the cone but other than that Mm. if it was like a like a pen I would be so good that's so cool my favorite color since I was uh the smallest of uh bairns was pink um i think i had a pink blanket on my bed when i was i I remember having it on my bed when i lived in holland and i would carry this blanket around with me trailing it behind me uh, as a sort of uh object of comfort and no doubt it had to be washed frequently because it was sort of dragged (laughs) through puddles and all the sorts of grim things children get up to and into that's so nice were people oh. ever judgmental because obviously when we were kids that if the, a boy liked the color pink that was seen as a bit you know not what we were supposed to be into but were people quite open to you being into pink um not particularly um i think yeah very much for that reason it was seen as effeminate and um mm. people were der- derogatory about that but i mm. i sort of just uh I, I I saw it as a symbol of pride. <laughs> yeah. And then it sort of literally became pride as I as I sort of grew up and learnt learnt how to accept my my sexuality. What what's the image? Can you remember? The image is of a like it's of a beardy man in a floppy hat, and he's sort of like. Sm- looking directly into the viewer. Is that what we call people who look at art? Yeah, I think so. It's the viewer's face. And uh, he looked, he reminded me of my friend Aurelien, uh, mm. who was a French man. And I don't know, it was just, it was quite simple. There was lots of really impressive art in this museum, but it was just sort of like a... Was it quite a sad painting? I think he's well... smiling. I find it sad when men smile. Uh, but I just found what it. A quote. I think... <laughs> you it's, like them only really unhappy. Bad news, yeah. Oh, when I'm men upset. smile, oh, they're dangerous. Yeah. There's a where's one man feeling. They won't be smiling anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it was just a. It was just. It was just like I think uh, galleries are cool spaces, and I just like mm. that this picture existed. It made me happy, but it's not what I'm drawing. I looked at your Twitter profile and I was like, that portrait, your profile picture looks so like one of her paintings. And then I Googled Geneve Figgis, Alison Spitzel, and was like, oh my God, she's actually painted you. I couldn't believe it. I That's like, so cool. I, I love know. her. It's, uh, yeah, it, it's pretty class. I, it, it's like... Um, and she's really... from Dublin as well, isn't she? Yeah, I think, yeah, she's got like... Um, I'm not, I don't think I've met her before. But she tagged me in um her Instagram, uh, where she had done a like painting of 
of a Instagram post that I had put up mm-hmm. where I was wearing a headdress and stuff. I just like wearing mad things. She said, I don't know if you've read this, but there's an interview with her on the Almain Resch Gallery website. Mm-hmm. And she said she watched your Rape Crisis Centre gig online. And she said, I saw a comedian who cheered everyone up. I'm a woman and I support women. I thought she was the cutest lady in the world. She was all dressed up with a fan and I did a little portrait of her on paper. Wow. And that's that's you, the cutest lady in the world. (laughs) I'll put that on my blurb. (laughs) That's amazing. That's very nice. It's so cool. So have you got the original or did she just send you a photo of the painting? She she sent me a photo. I don't have the original. I actually... this. Other lady called Hannah sent me a, a painting of myself, and I have that. Well, I, I have too many paintings of myself, and I f- that <laughs> sounds really arsy. That sounds really arsy. Can people but... stop painting portraits of me? It's getting out <laughs> of hand. Do you own any art in your in your house? Um, I've got a few. I have nineteenth um, century etchings of birds that I bought. Oh wow! My partner, so a, a spoon beak and a coot and uh, a ptarmigan. Uh, Amazing. I've got a, a, a Mexican calavera. Um, I can't remember what her name is. The woman with the big hat, if you know that one. Oh, yeah. And I think nice. a couple of illustrations by Arthur Rackham. I I like stories. So all of the... I like illustrations, which is mm. one of the reasons why I guess that I didn't get along with fine art properly. So I've always liked illustrators like Dumas and Rackham mm. because then they're just drawing fairy tales, which is totally what I'm into. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So, yeah, she got me to go to this with her. She's done Zen brushwork a few times as a practice. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, you have this huge, big, fat brush and this amazing thick black ink. And you try and... You, you don't have many times to do it, actually. You, you have, like, one practice, and then you do it once. Mm-hmm. And the idea is that you don't, like you were saying, it doesn't matter if you make a mistake, it's the process of doing it. Mm. The idea and I guess is with that, that, you can't really make a mistake. It's not like you're copying something. Presumably no. everyone just creates Well, you're copying, a, the, the, you're copying the letter. You're meant to be oh, doing this, a particular, like, symbol... Mm. And you are copying it, but their whole thing is like whatever mark you make on the paper in that time is the right mark. It doesn't matter if it's looks right or wrong. It's just the the doing of it. And then I beat 
ask someone, um, the usually the person who's working opposite me, say, I'd say, what do you think of this sculpture? <laughs> it's quite funny because you'd see a look of terror in their eyes. Um, <laughs> I remember one time she said, it's good, but it obviously needs a bit more work. And before she finished the sentence, I was just beating the sculpture into pulp with the leg of a previous sculpture. It was kind of, yeah, like I said, it's been better filmed as performance art because by the end, the tutors just came in and said, Richard, the fight, we're coming to the fight, like the degree show, you've got to build something. Yeah. The lair of the creek, like the Hydra, I think it is, in Jason and the Argonauts or something, mm. where there's just bones of uh, everyone. <laughs> the bones of all the sculptures that have tried to enter my lair, <laughs> you know. I would have thought at art college they would love that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, the, tu- the tutors did quite like me, yeah. to the annoyance of everyone else, because everyone yeah. else just saw me for what I was, um, a person. <laughs> just a nightmare to share a studio with. <laughs> Yeah, a person creating no work, having a tantrum, and bit frequently at the pub and t- like all afternoon, and I come in <laughs> on the evening in a rage. The, um, I think they thought eventually, if we nurture this, this this is real art. This is a real artist, and if we nurture it, it'll become something. I had quite an array of parts. My other part was that I was playing one of the seven deadly sins, and um, in Doctor Faustus, cuck <laughs> covetousness. Nice. Um, which okay. is obviously the best one. And yeah. uh, my the director decided quite late on in the day that my character should obviously be on stilts. The only way sure. to represent covetousness is obviously to be on stilts. Um, and not just two stilts, but four stilts. So a stilt on each hand and a stilt on, on each leg. So quick trip to the circus school for me. Um, so you're, mid you're rehearsals. like a dog on stilts. <laughs> That sounds very I love fun. That. I love that you go straight to dog. Um, it was actually well, like spider an was the sort of character Sorry, I'm going for, but <laughs> but yeah, um, sort of dog like spider, and the stage was kind of quite <laughs> crucially on a on a slant. Um, oh my! I can't remember what the theatre word for that is—the the vault or something. I don't know. But anyway, yeah. So yeah, every day I had to kind of enter in this wearing a stocking cap on my head, like a bald cap and a leotard on these four stilts and yeah, crawl across the stage, (laughs) hissing (laughs) like a spider. (laughs) She's got a book. She was showing me just before we jumped on the call. Amy goes into like a fugue state when she's super stressed and does these weird... And does these weird collages that she's just been showing me one. Can we just address how you're saying the word collage? Collages. (laughs) Can we just address that? Yeah. Before it goes any further. I thought maybe it was just the accent. (laughs) Collages. What did I say? Collages. 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 Collage. Yeah. Which is better. That's so cool. Can we see any of them? Or is it like a private, is it more like a diary for you, Amy? Is it like a form Do you know what it is? Well, what it was is uh, when I'd get very stressed out uh, when I lived with my ex-boyfriend, I'd say, I need to go and do some collage. (laughs) And I'd go and cut up. You'd just be tearing up his (laughs) things. Like, it's collage. (laughs) It's collage. (laughs) Don't oppress my art. (laughs) Josie Long used to have run a fanzine called Drawing Mag- Drawing Mustaches on Magazines Monthly Magazine Brackets by Monthly. That's very good. Yeah. 
Um, and I used to draw a, a comic strip for that, which, which mm-hmm. had, um, which was a Christian couple who mm-hmm. did recipes and talked about God and stuff. And I just really liked doing that. And I think I'm probably an atheist, but that was the way it naturally came out. And they were like just a really sweet couple. And then I drew this um, one called Tim the Twit, which was based on mm-hmm. Tim Henman. Um, so that was quite a while ago because obviously he doesn't play anymore. Yeah. It wasn't that I thought he was a twit. It was just a kind of exaggerated version of him. I think he was always getting pecked by birds or something. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was a bit more surreal. But Oh, great. Um, I've got it up on the screen. Josie Long drawing moustaches in magazines, monthly magazine. That's yeah, it was amazing. really funny. She used to... Um, oh, she's put them all online. That's so yeah. cool. The guy who made it, I asked him how to describe his his art style and he says it's like um kind of like cartoon clay I guess so it's kind of mm. like caricatures of, of people made out of clay yeah uh, I'll give him a shout out his name is his name is uh have a nice clay which is a, <laughs> a, a pun so already I'm on board and he, yeah. he, he has things a little on eBay and Etsy and he makes little figures of people and they're quite oh, cute cool. and quite sweet so and did you commission him to do this no, I didn't. Ge- no, genuinely, I I found one of his clay models of Brian Blessed on eBay and bought it for a mate for Christmas. Yeah. And then I found his social media and I followed him because I like to support people mm. who make art who I like. Mm-hmm. And then he followed me back and became a fan of me just, just through Twitter, which is the strange world we live in. Yeah. And then uh, I ordered another gift for a friend for a secret santa mm-hmm. and he just sent this this model of me in the post as a little thank you for supporting his work and i was like oh thank you so That's much so nice and then it just like didn't work out for them so they they wanted to get a new singer yeah so i joined and yeah, cool. yeah and it was like proper planning to to like get us big and you know i think they were their managers were associated with elton john Wow. But um, we made a demo and actually mm-hmm. sent it to Elton and he didn't like me. So, what? yeah. Did he say that? Um, he, yeah, he just wasn't really feeling it. Just you or the demo? Yeah, me and the demo. <laughs> oh, my God. So I, I cool. do, yeah, I mean, I hold quite a strong grudge against Elton, if I'm honest. Not surprised. Um, and yeah, Did he and give so any reason like, oh, or was it just not to his taste? I don't really know. I think it was just not to his taste. He wasn't really. He only likes candle in the wind. (laughs) I've got notoriously a very poor throw. Right. Always have. I I mean, it goes back to my school days of just having fear when it comes to playing rounders. Hmm. Um, And the chimps, because they're so clever, they knew. They knew this about me. (laughs) And they'd see me coming. And I don't know if you've ever had an animal literally roll its eyes at you and stay. <laughs> but they would sit there and they'd, they'd see me coming and they think, oh God, here's the guy, all the food just goes in the note. <laughs> and they'd sit there and they'd go like this. <laughs> and it was horrible. There was so, they, it just That's filled really me good. with such little confidence. I wish the listeners could have seen that. It's a very good impression <laughs> of a chimpanzee holding out its hand and rolling its eyes. <laughs> Um, um, but yeah, so that's that's uh, that's why I wanted to paint that penguin because I just love them. They were they were so unjudgmental, unlike those bloody chimps. Yeah, 
so how did you get did you have to like have an interview for that job how did you get the job yeah it was I knew someone who worked who worked there she was like oh they're looking for kind of summer presenters yeah and um so it's sort of an acting job really isn't it yeah exactly like I've had so many weird jobs in my time I'm sure you have too Hmm. just from you know in between work trying to make some money but that's what I found really nice about painting is suddenly I can kind of just do this now and it's kind of keeping me keeping me going during the pandemic which is great Banksy pulled this stunt on I think it was in New York where he was selling his own um selling his own art Mm. and he was just so out in the open that everyone was like haha fake Banksy's and he was selling them for like $15 or something oh wow so there's like 10 people out there who have (gasps) it was actually him was it it was actually him yeah I like um like lots of I like there's something about the Isle of Wight I think where I'm from where like lots of my friends are like artists and there was just a huge thing mm. of just people from the island. It's just a really arty place and there was a really good mm. art thing at my um at my school and stuff. So I like like if I ever spend any money on art, it will be normally if it's like someone I know, I'll try yeah. and buy that. Also, because one day yeah. they might be really successful. Who knows? And I'll sell it immediately. <laughs> yeah, they could be the next Banksy. Yeah, <laughs> the Isle of Wight Banksy. Yeah. So, I... what else was on your drawing of the Isle of Wight in the year two thousand? Oh, mate, <laughs> what else? There was there was a couple getting married. Um, I seem to remember there was I'm a like that as a child is the most like futuristic thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The melting yeah. clock one. Yeah, I couldn't believe I remembered the persistence of memory. Yeah, I, I usually call it the melting clock. <laughs> the melting clock. <laughs> Um, so you know how that's desert in the background yeah. well I went to the desert where that's uh where it is and it's so cool. it's got such an eerie quality about it the shadows look drawn on they don't look real it's um yeah it's wild yeah so I really love that style and I mm. went to um his museum oh, in wow. Spain and it's the most it's one of the most incredible things I've ever seen it was just like they have the May West room where you walk in and it just looks like a bedroom that's been decorated in beautiful colours and gold and it's, you know, very Crazy. sort of um, opulent. But then you walk up a little set of stairs and there is a, a huge magnifying glass or a fisheye lens rather mm. and you look into the room and it makes May West's face so that oh. the, the base of the, like the footer of the bed looks like it's just um, some red sort of fountains going away from each other. But when you look through the glass, they're the, they're the top of Mae West's lips. Yeah, I remember. There's, isn't it, there a sofa as well that's the Mae West lip? It's like bright yeah, red. Yeah. 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 Or maybe it's a sofa at the end of the bed. That's I can't cool. remember. Yeah. And then there was like this, they had a, a garden courtyard and uh-huh. there's this piece that's a car that's full of plants and a concrete naked woman who's chained to the front, standing on top, and she's sort of shackled to the front. Secret Artists is a Turtle Canyon comedy production for Acast. Music by Alistair Clayton. Quickfire round music by Steve Dunn. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.